What can you do with your love of science? We'll tell you. and welcome back to the show, We Love Science. My name is Fatu. My name's Shakira. And today we're talking science books. Yes, we are. And I'll just put this out there as a disclaimer. I'm not a big reader. Honestly, Shakira, like I can't even tell you the last time I think I read a full book. (laughs) But I really enjoyed reading this book called Crazy for Birds by Misha Maynarik Blaze. Um, And I'm really looking forward to talking with you about it. No disclaimer needed, girl. We, <laughs> we, uh, we both read lots of books in our lives. For my part, I prefer listening to books, actually, to cool. reading. So maybe I'm kind of in the same <laughs> boat as you are. <laughs> I like that. I like yeah. that. So um, before we get started, though, how are you doing, Shakira? I am doing really well. It mm-hmm. is hot outside, but thank God for AC. Oh, yes, right? <laughs> and I'm having some really delicious carrot cake. So yeah. I'm happy. Does your carrot cake have raisins? I'm going to interrogate you on this a little bit. Mm, my carrot cake does have raisins. Yes, it has Boo. raisins. And what are these nuts? Are they pecans or walnuts? Maybe walnuts. <laughs> What does carrot cake have? I'm not really sure. It has some <laughs> yummy nuts in it. All I right, feel like they're nice. pecans. Okay. Maybe they yeah, are. Yeah, I don't actually know like a carrot cake recipe. <laughs> <laughs> You're too funny, Shakira. I think in theory you could probably put whatever nut you want. <laughs> I know. I know. But you know me. I'm the eater, not the cooker. So, or the baker. So I'm like, yeah, it has yummy stuff in here. It's really good. What is it? I, I like that. Although I have had carrot cake that has had pineapple instead of raisins, and that oh is the bomb.com. Yeah, that's yeah. I think chocolate chips would also be a, a word. Oh my substitute. God. Yes. <laughs> Put it all in the carrot cake. <laughs> yes. All of it. All of it. Um, but yeah, I am doing pretty good. It is summer. My birthday is this week, so I'm very Woo-hoo! happy. Yeah. Happy so- birthday, Fatu! Thank you. <laughs> so I have some shenanigans planned for the rest of the week, and I think I'll have a lot of fun. So I'm looking Yay. forward to that. Awesome. So uh, do you like birds, Shakira? Have you ever gone bird watching? Do you have a favorite bird? I have never gone bird watching. Mm-hmm. I like birds in theory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, only because I haven't ever really tried to find out more about birds. Okay. But I do find them very interesting and I like looking at them. And I always take pictures of them when I go like hiking yeah. and I see them out in nature. I love True. taking pictures of them. In my room right now, there is this this like red bird that's okay. always flying outside my window. I don't know what kind it is, but I have at least five pictures of it already. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I love it. It just flies right up to my window and just like sits right on the ledge and just like sort of oh. does its little head thing and stare yeah. at me. Birds are that cool. And you're going to teach us all about birds. 
I will. I myself, I'm also not a bird watcher or a birder or like a bird fanatic, but kind of like you, I do like to see them when I see them, you know, just like being happy and hopping around in the backyard. Um, I love watching birds fly because I just feel like to me, it just seems like, you know, like so majestic how they do it, especially when they get like a nice uplift of wind and they're kind of just like soaring there in the air and I mm. I imagine that they feel very happy when they're doing it but maybe for them they're just like this is normal right so they don't feel anything <laughs> at all <laughs> or maybe it's work for too so maybe That's like true. oh my god I gotta eat some food so I can feel That's this true. flying that I gotta do later <laughs> That's true That's true There might be some like hungry vibes in there <laughs> Um, I would say I think my favorite bird is probably the flamingo because um, they seem like, you know, they seem like a fun bunch. They're like pink and, you know, hanging out and all that stuff. And they do that thing where they stand on one leg. So, you know, they just seem pretty cool. Um, and from the book, I learned that a group of flamingos is called the flamboyance. And Ooh. I just cannot get over it. I just love it. <laughs> Very cool. Yes. So let's get into it. Where should we start, Shakira? So where'd you find this book? Um, I was honestly, it's such a funny story. I left my headphones for my phone at home and I was, you know, on the train commuting and I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I'm bored out of my mind. I don't have anything to do. So I literally walked by a bookstore and they had all these beautiful styles of books outside. Now, mind you, I'm not a reader, right? So I'm just like, I'll just grab like one easy thing to read. And this, and the illustrations in this book are just like gorgeous. So the cover is like bright and blue and colorful. And I just looked at it and I was like, oh, this looks like fun. So I grabbed that and like five other books, like just out of like pure craziness. <laughs> and I, I, and then I, you know, bought them. So I would have something to do on my commute. And um, oh. I really enjoyed reading it. Yeah, it was a really pleasant surprise, you know, literally going from just like, let me just have something to do to being like, oh, I really like this. It was yeah. really nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's a very cool little serendipitous yeah. story there. Very much. Yeah. I, I guess maybe not forgetful. <laughs> well, I guess forgetful <laughs> does play a part. But yeah. Being a little, um, what's the word? Like a Adventurous? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna say adventurous, but I feel like buying a book is not really adventure, right? <laughs> no, not really. No, but maybe, spontaneous. That's what I wanted to say. Yes, yeah. There you being, go. Spontaneous. Yeah, you're being yeah. spontaneous and you know, just buying a book when you're not really a book reader, right? Like yeah. you're not the type of person who would normally just go to the bookstore and buy a book. So that yeah. was like like, oh, let me buy a book. I'd probably go buy headphones. <laughs> I feel like I have been through so many situations where I have left the headphones, lost the headphones, bought new ones. I was yeah. just like, I cannot continue with this trend. <laughs> so <laughs> no yeah, so I was just like, you know what? A book it is. Um, and I also like it because I'm trying to be really mindful with how much screen time I have. So, you know, I'm also just like, even though I'm not staring at my phone when I'm listening to a podcast or whatever, I'm also just trying to think of, okay, like, you know, I don't want to, I love tech, you know, but I am on my phone a lot. I'm on my screen all day, um, you know, for work. So what can I do to kind of give my eyes a break? And yeah, a book just popped to mind. But yeah, you're totally mm, right. Like, I don't the know. Normal Gives your eyes a break, honey. Right. It gives my eyes a break in a different sense. <laughs> maybe, maybe some music. True. Give your eyes a break. But we're totally out of topic now. <laughs> I know. Look what we've done. 
I was just going to say, I like that mm-hmm. cool little story how you just found yeah. the book by chance. It was fun. Yeah. So, um, okay. But before we start talking about the birds mm-hmm. and the book, um, mm-hmm. can you tell me or do you know anything about this author, Misha yeah. Blaze? Tell us a little bit about Yeah. So... I didn't know anything about her before the book, um, but I'm actually interested in looking um, at more of her work. Mm-hmm. So her full name, at least as, as how she writes it, is Misha Maynerik Blaze, and she is a Croatian-American. She's born in Canada, raised in the Colorado Rockies, and um, she and her husband own a green building company, which is really interesting. Um, she has two sons, and they currently live in Northwest Arkansas. Um, she has illustrated, so she's an author illustrator and, um, you know, given the amount of just like art that's in this book, I think that's probably, um, kind of like, I guess like her signature, you could say. Mm -hmm. So other books that she's, um, written include my wondrous cloud odyssey. Mm -hmm. And this is Texas (laughs) y'all. She also has a book called this phenomenal life. And that's been translated into six languages and was a bestseller in China, which is pretty cool. And I think she even went on a tour there to promote it. Yeah. Hmm. Have you looked Mm -hmm. at any other books? I've looked at them in terms of like, let me look at the covers and see what they look like. So they all look really lovely. So I definitely think I'm going to add her other books to my list um, and see if I can find them. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. very like happy reads, all of them. Yeah. It like wonders cloud odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that one's about like clouds and weather. You know, I think that could be really interesting. Yeah. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. So what is the crazy for birds book about besides the obvious? <laughs> So yeah, so obviously birds. Um, And you know, it's a really easy to read book, really beautifully illustrated. And it's sort of broken up into seven different sections that cover, I guess you could say kind of like, what do birds do? How do they adapt? Like, what's their deal? You know, and kind of going into maybe like, I would say like, the very basic like zoology or biology of birds. So it covers mm-hmm. things like eggs um, and breeding, feathers, flight, mm-hmm. which makes sense, right? Birds in love, um, nest building, mm-hmm. you know, like songs and like how birds communicate. And then also how birds have adapted to different environments. Yeah. Like I said, you know, um, it's, I think it's something that could be enjoyed by both adults and even school-age children. Um each page covers a different species of bird or sometimes even several. So, you know, even just reading a few pages, I feel like you just get a lot of information, but it's like nuggets of information, you know, and there's always something really cool about each of the birds that are featured. Um, and like for me, I think being like super visual, and I'm sure like you are in a sense too, you know, it really reminded me of like, having a scientific paper and having like just great figures, you know, that you can just dive into. (laughs) Um, So that really pulls you in. Um, And I really enjoyed that part of it. I think the most. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So is she, um, Mm-hmm. Does she have a science background or is she just a bird enthusiast, that's, you know? Yeah, that's a really good question. I have no clue what her background is other than being an author illustrator. Um, I didn't see anything on her website to suggest that maybe she had like some biology background or something, but that would be really interesting, especially if a lot of her books are kind of like science, you know, like focused. I think that could be yeah. really cool. Very cool. 
So um, was there anything that surprised you about, about birds uh, when you read that book? Yeah. I mean, I learned a lot of new things. I also, you know, kind of like you, I just see birds and I'm like, oh, they're cute and they're happy, you know? Um, but I feel like um, in like regular life, I've also always been really fascinated by how birds build nests, you know, because they can build mm-hmm. these really amazing structures and they don't have like hammers, you know, and nails and stuff, right? They just have beaks and they have their feet. And according to the book, uh, many birds build nests, and this is primarily just for the breeding season. So they don't live in them, right? It's just like, I need a place to put my egg and like incubate it. And then, you know, the chicks hatch and like, you know, yeah, we, we, I don't know, raise them to whatever age. And then we kind of like go on with our lives. Um, and they can also use like really ingenious materials. So it's not always just like sticks and twigs, which I feel is like what we see a lot of kind of like in the Northeast, you know, when I think about birds that I see, you know, around. Really? Not just sticks and twigs. Okay. Not just sticks and twigs. Can you give twigs, us yeah. a few examples of these, these birds and how they're building these nests and, and yeah. what they're what they're using? Yeah. Yeah. So they have a bird called the Sudi Caped Hermit, and it uses spider silk to make its nest. Then I guess it kind of, it probably like steals it or whatever, you know, from spiders. Oh. Yeah. And then it builds this like, yeah, this like beautiful structure. Um, and then bald eagles, which we have a lot of, you know, um, in this area in the Northeast, they build some of the biggest nests. And I didn't realize they could get this big. I feel like they're pretty prominent when you see them, even just from the ground. But their nests can be up to six feet in diameter and they can weigh up to mm-hmm. two tons. So I don't even know how this thing is like staying in a tree, you know, it's like nuts. And then um, you have social birds like cliff swallows and they live in basically like little communities of nests and that they can be as large as like 3000 birds, which is like crazy. Um, But then I guess like the flip side of that is you have a bird called the white tern and that doesn't build a nest at all. It just kind of like balances its eggs somewhere on like a branch or a rock and that's like good enough. (laughs) (laughs) I like in my mind I was just like has someone studied like how safe this is I'm like this bird is just like bouncing an egg and it's just like "Eh, it's a work (laughs) like what is the success rate of this (laughs) yeah I feel like the uh the white turn it's it's taking DIY to the next level, right? It it's, like, it's, it's like DIY. I'm not building a nest for you. You learn how to survive in this like branch. <laughs> literally, literally. Do it yourself. Oh my God. Yeah. Really crazy, but also really cool. <laughs> And then um, something else that I really liked about the book is that, um, like I mentioned, you know, it just has really digestible nuggets of information. So um, if you want to know more about a specific bird or behavior, you know, you can easily go and do like a deeper dive and read like all the research and all the whatevers. But, you know, it's more than enough to also just get enough sort of like tangible information to make you appreciate our little feathered friends that are out there. And she also has some jokes, you know, every once in a while, which makes it a fun read. (laughs) Yeah, that's so cool. It does sound like a pretty entertaining little read for, you know, a train ride. (laughs) It It does. It does. And I'm proud of myself because I finished it in like two train rides. It's like, it's me. I don't, I don't even think it's like a hundred pages. It's probably a little bit less, but, um, 
with regards to like the jokes, there's um, a section on bird songs where she explains how birds of the same species can have various accents depending on where they are from. And there's this like cute little like image that she has of a red breasted chat and it's like saying like I speak Spanglish <laughs> which I think is like yeah. so cute because it's like you know in an area where I guess you'd have this like you know mix of like the two different bird songs and so it's developed its own little accent so she has like you know like cute little things like that throughout <laughs> wow that is so interesting uh-huh. birds have accents I love yeah, that right to look at the the research into into that and how do yeah. the accents affect the bird song and attracting a mate and all that type of thing? Yeah. I think we need to find a bird scientist now, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Very cool. So it sounds mm-hmm. like you enjoyed it. Would you mm-hmm. recommend this book for others to read? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it not only covers birds and their interesting traits and adaptations, but there are also sections that I think really relate directly to how we as humans um, have become obsessed with birds and kind of like to show the impact of like birds on culture specifically. So Misha goes um, on in one section to explain how like indigenous and Aboriginal people all over the world have placed like great significance on feathers. So, you know, she goes over different types of headdresses that are worn, you know, by like um, indigenous tribes and peoples. And so a couple examples that she gives are like the Inkuaru, um, which is a headdress made of ostrich feathers. And that's worn by male Maasai warriors during rite of passage ceremonies. And then you also have the war bonnet, which I think is something that we see, um, I guess, like very often and, and in some ways maybe also very stereotypically in the U.S. Um, as associated mm-hmm. with Native Americans. And that's a headdress made out of eagle feathers um, and is worn by Native Americans in the Great Plains. And it's reserved, you know, for males of like a certain status or stature within that society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, very cool. I bet they have a lot of rituals surrounding mm-hmm. even making these very intricate headdresses, yeah. right? Maybe even like how Definitely. do they harvest it from the birds? You know, do right. they, is it in a way that respects nature and preserves yeah. the bird or is do they sacrifice the bird, you know? Like, I would really love to know about the different uh, rituals they have surrounding making these. No, definitely. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't give away too many spoilers. You know, I only covered maybe like 5% of the content. So listeners out there, if you're curious, pick it up at your local bookstore, Crazy for Birds by Misha Maynarek Blaze. We should get Misha on. <laughs> I will come reach on out to her and try. I don't know how easy that is, but you know, it doesn't hurt, right? <laughs> Misha, if you're listening, <laughs> me like I write and I draw and I illustrate. I do not talk on podcast, right? I know, right? That'd be so funny. Like she's just like deep in the work. <laughs> be like, I'll send you guys a picture. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I really love this little bird topic, Fatu. Thank you so much for doing a book review for us and teaching me about birds. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for today's bird book review. If you Mm -hmm. come across any other good science books about birds or about other scientific topics, let us know. And uh, hopefully we will read it. <laughs> I was going to say, keep it short, guys. Keep it short. <laughs> keep it short. Keep it short. Hopefully we will read it. 
Or if there's an audio version, I will certainly listen to it. There you go. I'll do a little review. I'll second that. I'll second that. Well, yeah. I mean, it was fun talking about this with you, Shakira. So thank you for asking me about this book. (laughs) And yeah, um, Yeah. hopefully we'll do a couple more of these episodes. I think that'd be really nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Hundred pages or less only. <laughs> Otherwise, it will not happen. Thank you so much for listening to We Love Science podcast. We will return in a month this season three. See you guys soon.